So, Harry. Yeah. What is the worst thing you've ever done for money? Okay. Uh, this episode. This prob- episode. Prob- I'm not prob- paying you for this. I don't know where you think your income stream is coming from. <laughs> YouTube. Oh I, sp- oh, I suppose we have a great... Uh, get, yes. get, get, get a few pennies on Google from YouTube. Yeah. Who knows? This might be one of the uh, the, the silent... Uh, the like, silent money makers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 200,000 views or something like that. We know? do get a few of those, yeah. And they're never good films. No, uh, no, no, no. So this... Say that. Matilda was up, was, was up there. That does do well, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. We, could, we could also get it from Patreon. So if anyone else wants to join our Patreon, <laughs> you know, as little as $2 a month. <laughs> this is an early plug. It okay. Is, yeah. uh, okay. Uh, the worst thing that I've ever done for money, um, probably... Uh, now, this is not my work work ethic currently. Okay. Uh, Just in case we call employers listening, yeah. <laughs> but back in, as a teenager, I was a washer-up for a hotel. Mm-hmm. And once uh, after washing up after a function, um, I thought, well, you know what? I'm I'm paid hourly. And I'm always the last one to leave because it's just it's the job that takes the longest. Sure. So if I just work slowly, mm-hmm. then I'll get paid more. Oh, so you, you 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 can choose when to leave. There's not like set hours. It's not you choose when to leave. You you leave when you've washed up. When your work is done. Okay. But like normally, I'd finish the washing up at I don't remember like midnight or something. Sure. By which point, everybody else would have left. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just worked until like half two or something. It's like right, I got an extra two and a half hours there. Great. Not have been easier to just leave at midnight but sign yourself out at half two. I mean, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, either way, uh, my boss refused to pay the extra. Well, it does <laughs> he, seem... he, he, he was like, Harry, it doesn't take that long to wash the dishes. I'm not paying this. It, it does sound like a flawed business model, <laughs> let's be honest. Well, it was a nice try. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Everything's, everybody's got to try something when they're 17. Indeed, and that was you. Welcome back, everybody, to Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where today we are pitching prequels, sequels, and spin-off ideas to The Love Guru. We'll also be pitching some drinking games and hearing other sequel pitches from our Twitter followers. But first, we're going to talk about some of our favourite moments from the original movie and catch you up with a bit of a plot summary. I'm Harry, the host with the most hair. That's a little pointed, but sure. (laughs) I mean, I could, I guess if the two of us... If one of us was to have like a love guru style makeover, it's it's me. I could see that for you. Yeah. 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 And joining me as always, the host with the most flexibility is John Lucas. I mean, I can stick my, well, I'll leave it there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cool. So this was the worst film I've ever seen. Ever seen in your entire life? Ever seen in my entire life. Well, congratulations, because you picked it. I didn't voice this shit on us. (laughs) I'm not even sure this was entertainingly bad. Like, it was just awful, horrible. Again, what did you expect? It's The Love Guru. Oh, no, no. Famously one of the worst films ever made. I mean, this is is what I expected, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, I just... I wasn't ready for it. You weren't ready for just how bad this was going to be. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was. I feel like with some of the previous bad films that I've that, that, that I've brought on, like Lesbian Vampire Killers, I'd already seen Sausage mm-hmm. Party. I was ready for it until the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what was the other one last year? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely anything. anything. Yeah, that was a shame. That was yeah. Yeah, this one was just. I think. I think part of my problem was. I watched it with two people. And yeah. It was like just because they said, "Well, it's the next film, so let's put it on." Yeah. And it's like, oh god, now I've brought this film i basically <laughs> said hey you two let's watch this film that i mm. recommend yeah, yeah. Oh. 
And you, like, did it go over well? I mean, not that they think that, but like, you know, you kind of put that pressure on yourself. Sure. Yeah. Um, Louise went to bed uh, halfway in. Wise girl. Yeah. My God, this film is long. It's 18 minutes long, Harry. It just, I know. It just feels long. Yeah, yeah. it feels really long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every now and then we'd pause it and we're like, oh my God, we're only half an hour in. Mm. There's still an hour left. Yes. How? <laughs> time does. <laughs> what more are they going to do? Time does stop while you're watching this one. It is. Yeah. yeah. I, I think what separates this for me from lesbian vampire killers and absolutely anything and it's like, actually, actually, I think Sausage Party is just. I didn't find it for. I just. I don't think it's like necessarily one of the worst films ever made. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's just not for me, and it's yeah. not for you. And... Yeah, absolutely. Anything is just a sad, sad failure. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like what, what. Yeah, like, you know. yeah. But it's like not like no one's trying. And then the lesbian vampire killers is a cheap bit of trash <laughs> that is like has no aspirations to be anything other than a cheap bit of trash. But it's yeah. at least trying to be fun. Yeah, yeah, I feel like this film might be a crime. Like an actual, like, I'm not, I don't mean like, oh, this is so bad, it's criminal. I think this film might actually be a form of financial crime. Really? Because I think there was some money laundering going on in this film. Yeah? Genuinely. Do you know how much he was paid for this movie? No. Just to appear in it, not to make the film. Mike Myers. Mike Myers, his salary for acting in this film, $20 million. Jesus Christ. He made $20 million just for appearing in, and writing it, I guess. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I don't normally get wound up about celebrities making too much money because that's mm-hmm. just you know that's just the way the world works so you mm-hmm. know people make get money for, but for some reason that that i was watching this one i was just like i will never make anywhere near 20 million dollars and he <laughs> made it for this i wonder what he earned for like shrek well, well not, he probably not, made not, not, not the first shrek but like, yeah. let's go shrek 2 i would imagine he made more for this though because the shrek films and the austin powers films made him the star that could command a ridiculous salary for a film like this mm. so this is probably yeah. one of the highest paychecks he ever took well, yeah, he took 3.5 million for Shrek 2. Shrek, still for, for Shrek a two. lot, you know. Still yeah, not yeah, any yeah. considerable amount, but like, yeah. Jesus Christ. But also, yeah. so he took 20 million. The budget of this film was, I think, 32 million in total. So like two thirds of the budget is just paying him to turn up. Wow. <laughs> and then, so that's just straight profit for Mike Myers. But also, I think this film cut so many... Co- I, I don't think this film spent any money. Mm. Like, where did the, the other 12 million go? Yeah, God knows. Well, there was no location cam- cam- shots. Cameos? I don't know if they were even paid. I don't know. Or not much. Like, how much does Jessica Simpson really cost? I don't know. Like, Which one was Jessica Simpson? She was the blonde girl who appeared in one scene. We'll get to it. Right, right. But like, okay. a lot of the... It's, yeah. not, it, it's not like there's a lot of people who are like big names. Who, yes, Justin Timberlake maybe cost a million or something. Morgan, Morgan Freeman? He's Did a, he really do it? Or was that... I, I think that was actually Mike Myers just doing a good Morgan Freeman That voice. was definitely Morgan Freeman. Are you sure? Because Mike Myers does... He's, he does do a good voice. Like He does nah, do a lot of voice. I'd I'm, be surprised if that was Morgan. I'm looking that up. That's... No. There is no way that was an impression. If so, that's the that's the best thing about this film. That's the most talented that, thing he did in this movie. Yeah. yeah. But like, even if it was Morgan Freeman, he didn't appear on, on camera. He probably got a few... Like maybe 10 grand for it. 20 grand. I don't know. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, yeah. No, he's not. He's not credited. No? I mean, would you be? <laughs> would you want this on your CV? <laughs> a lot of people, it's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I just learned? The Oprah Winfrey thing, that was actually a paid actor doing it. That wasn't just, like, some dodgy footage they found. Because mm-hmm. it looks like dodgy footage. That's the part of the thing about this film. Like, it looks terrible. It, that's what I mean. It looks like a piece of shit. Yeah. No money was spent on it. Yeah, and so I thought yeah. that for the Oprah thing, they just they just got fo- generic footage of Oprah. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. just put that no, in. No, they did, didn't they? There was a, there was a, there's, there's an actor credited on IMDb as playing Oprah. Maybe the voice of Oprah. I'm sure they used Oprah footage. Mm, maybe, well, maybe I yeah. don't know, but like this, 
need to get a picture of her. You're not mixing it with Celine Dion, are you? No. Because Celine Dion certainly was not in this movie, thank God. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That gives me like, more respect for Oprah. Because like, uh, I was like, when Oprah appeared in this movie, yeah. I was really like, oh, why? Oprah, why? Yeah. So, for, uh, listeners, I just showed John a, uh, a picture of this actress, uh, Michelle Marshall, mm-hmm. and she is definitely an Oprah Winfrey impersonator or something. Okay, like, She looks exactly like that her, does so. ma- that does make some more sense definitely because yeah I, I was like why why oprah why yeah, yeah. Mean, what, what, why would you allow many, allow many this? people have you know many people did debase themselves in this movie but yeah. oprah i was like oprah you, you you're better than this well i never thought for a second that she came in to film for this oh none anything. of none of the none of those that's something the cameos in this movie not one of them i mean obviously justin timberlake has an actual role so yeah. he was probably so on that's, set. that's not a cameo yeah. but the actual like the cameos none of them were in any way on set at the same time as Mike Myers, because it's all, every single one of them. Like the scene when he walks through, I think we can skip a plot somewhere this week, you know. I don't think we need it. <laughs> but the scene when he walks through the VIP lounge and he runs into, yeah. like, it, it, it really, it's, it's Jessica Simpson. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this one really dates this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Jessica Simpson? Like, that, that's not, a, that's clearly never going to be a reference that's like, no. you just said, who is Jessica Simpson? Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, a very brief window of time when Jessica Simpson was a big star, you know. <laughs> but she's like, and it's Val Kilmer as well. Mm-hmm. And then it's Mariska Hargitay, and we'll get to her. Yep. Um, again, big star, Mariska mm-hmm. Hargitay, sure, huge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's always like, yeah, you'd, you'd, it'd be like, Mike Myers would be like, oh, Jessica, I'm not going to do the voice, Jessica Simpson. And then it would cut to like someone in, in a Mike Myers wig mm-hmm. standing <laughs> a, a, across from Jessica Simpson, and mm-hmm. she'd react, and then he'd do the funny bit, and yeah. then he'd cut her back, and then you'd see someone with a Jessica Simpson wig. Yeah. No, at no point. Same with Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. same with Mariska Hargitay, mm-hmm. same with, I mean, Oprah's not even in the same set. No. Uh, same with, uh, I'm sure there's what Celine Dion. I mean, Celine Dion, obviously. No, God, well, God. yeah, there was none of that. There was there. no, no one even pretended she was there. But yeah. you know, these what, people. What, all... what was your reaction to that scene? Oh, I mean, when, when he's... they were like, and next on stage, Celine Dion. My heart truly sank. I was like, Celine, no, <laughs> don't do it. Celine, no. Why, Celine? Why? You were... I, I, honestly, I was so relieved. Probably the happiest I was this time when I realized it was not Celine Dion. I was yeah. like, oh, thank God she didn't. She... <laughs> Common, yeah, cooler heads prevailed, and Celine Dion did not debase herself with this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about Ben Kingsley? <sighs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> you know, you know what? This, ben Kingsley- this, this is the worst bit of it because, like, when, when the film opens, it's it, it, it's Mike Myers doing his bit as, as as the love guru, and like this feels wrong like is he just pretending to be indian and this is very effective. and, then, and like, they do establish that he was born in america yeah, yeah so it's like oh so it's technically not cultural appropriation right i'm sure okay that, i'm uh, sure conversations were had yeah me too yeah like I, i'm sure mike myers was all in on the brown face and Definitely. someone was like look if you make one compromise please don't we can't let you do brown face yeah and thank god yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's still super offensive but it's just a smidge less than it would be yeah yeah uh but ben kingsley just takes it to another level well, i mean like, it, it it's it's weird because like he's a somewhat respected actor. He's, he's he does some shit as well. He is Sir Ben Kingsley. He's he? he's a nice of the role. <laughs> he's in 1990. He won an he won his Oscar for Best Actor for playing Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah, like, <laughs> also technically it's a bit of cultural appropriation. There. Well, he's half Indian. His father is from India. Oh, so, yeah. I didn't know that. Damn it. Yeah, now yeah. I'm, no, he, he, now I'm the bad guy. You are the bad guy for doubting Ben Kingsley's. Yeah, but but the point I'm making is like so the fact his name's Ben Kingsley. Yes, I know it's not the most obviously. No. Sorry, he's not called Guru Ramahama Jamapad or something. Is that <laughs> what you wanted? I don't know. But like, Guru, what was it in this Guru Tugimaputi or something? Oh, it's so bad. Well, there were so many of them. It's hard think, to keep track. But yeah. I think I think that Mike Myers one was actually fairly 
normal. Uh, he was he was Guru Pritka or something, wasn't he? Or yeah, Pitka. Pitka, Pitka, yeah. yeah. But there were loads. All of the like, other ones were just like yeah, Guru like tug on my cock or whatever. Yeah, they were all very clever wordplay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the Ben Kingsley thing, man, that was depressing because like because really he did was. he won an Oscar for playing Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah. And ten years later, he's doing this. He's yeah. literally cross-eyed, drinking his own pee. Mm-hmm. Speaking in this ridiculous, like it was just, it was, it was sad. It mm-hmm. was like, why? Yeah. On what level did you think this was a career move that you needed to make? Yeah. When did this ben came Kingsley? out, by the way? Two thousand and eight, I think. Yeah. Like yeah. late, yeah. Because I was in my head before I watched, it, I was like, oh, that came out around the year two thousand, maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, like two thousand eight. Yeah. I was like, this is more recent than I'm comfortable with. Like, yeah. <laughs> Batman Begins, Iron yeah. Man. Yeah. This. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Also, just before we move on from the celebrity cameos, I did. I, l- I looked up the cast list as well at the end, mm. and it did make me laugh because it was like, you know, you, who wanted to be credited on this and who didn't. So it was like Ben Kingsley, he's in the crack cast list. Mm-hmm. Jessica Simpson, she's there. Mariska mm-hmm. Hargitay, she's there. Val Kilmer, uncredited. <laughs> so he was, and he has no different of a role to Jessica Simpson. Yeah, in the yeah. same scene. He clearly at some point he was just like, take my name off this piece of yeah. shit. I mean, maybe Morgan Freeman was the same. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Val Kilmer, he couldn't escape the IMDb list. He's on it, but it says uncredited. So, right. Yeah. 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 Mariska Hargitay, your holiness. Mariska Hargitay, Val Kilmer. Oh! Why do you hurt me? I know why. I know why. Oh, yeah, this it was rough. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know where to go with this. It's just... I... I was so surprised by it at so many points. Really? In what sense? We just like, oh, they just found a new way to offend me. Just Or, mm. or just like, I didn't see them making this level of joke. Sure, yeah. Like, I, I didn't think they were above anything, but I was like, oh, I didn't think of that love, that kind of joke that is just awful that they could mm. do. And they did it. They I do mean, all of them. Where are you at with, like, Mike Myers? Are you a fan? Are you not a fan? Like, um, I, I really enjoy Shrek. Yeah. Uh... I've been meaning to watch Austin Powers. You've never seen it? Uh, I, I I think I might have seen one of them once. Okay. I'm not sure. But yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been meaning to watch I've heard good things. Yeah. I've, I've been meaning to watch them. And I watched Wayne's World and didn't enjoy it. Sure, yeah. Now I am not going to watch Austin Powers ever. No. Because <laughs> I know that it's like it, it's better, mm-hmm. but it's this kind of humor. Well, this is the thing. Extent. The first Austin Powers film is very funny. Yeah. The first Shrek film is very funny. Yeah. They both have two sequels. Well, I think Shrek has about five sequels. I don't know. I lost track. Oh, Shrek. Shrek, Shrek is pretty much all he's done since this. Yeah, well, that's it. He, this is the thing. This film, he hasn't been on camera apart from in some very small, like cameo in Bohemian Rhapsody. He's in, he's in that little cameo in Bohemian Rhapsody. I think he is making a new film next year with Peter Anderson. So he's, mm-hmm. he's clawing his way back in. Yeah. But this, like, not many films truly kill a career. This film, like, took him away from the camera for, like, a good decade. Mm. Yeah, he just did voice work. Mm-hmm. I was of shame, I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah, the first Ostapaz is, is pretty funny. The sequels get progressively worse. Mm-hmm. And so, too, the Shrek ones I've seen are the same. The first one's pretty clever and funny. Mm-hmm. They get worse. In my opinion, I really like Shrek, too. Okay. I think that's the, I think that's the better one. That's the best one. I guess it does have Puss in Boots. Yeah, but, it's, mm-hmm. it's, got, it's got some really good stuff going on that, in that film. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen the third one. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just they just get and progressive. Got Justin Timberlake in it. That's well, they, the connection. Maybe that is the connection. Maybe just is, yeah, because then uh, Gold Member Austin Powers Free has uh, has Beyonce. So maybe maybe just like <laughs> as soon as they get the big pop stars in, that's like yeah. it's a sign that things aren't going particularly well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold Member's not good. It's terrible. Okay. But sounds it. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah this just really felt what what really struck me is it was this all the same jokes as Austin Powers. Mm. Like, literally the same jokes. Not just like, oh, this is his sense of humor. Like, mm-hmm. it was literally all 
the same jokes from a different character. It felt so lazy and like contemptuous of its audience. Mm. It was like this film wasn't trying to be entertaining or interesting at all. It was just like, oh, they liked this shit before. I'm just going to reheat it and serve it up again. Mm -hmm. You know, like Vern Troyer is, it's the exact same Minimi jokes. Literally. Yeah. The the scene when Guru Pitka first meets Mm Minimi and he's like, well, and he's like, you're a midget. And it's like, it's literally all the same lines. Like, (laughs) It's just mini, yeah. like poor Van Troyer. Yeah. Poor, poor Van Troyer. Yeah. Right. I, 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 I hate to see people use like that for drugs. Yeah. I feel, I, I mean, I felt bad I for more it. or less everyone in this movie who was not Mike Myers. Say, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, Mike Myers, I feel like you deserve this, but yeah. everybody else. Well, it's his, it's his own thing. He, he, he wrote it, he directed exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that's why I'm like, I don't feel sorry for you for this. And I'm glad that your career has taken a hit <laughs> yeah, afterwards. Good. But yeah. everybody else, I feel so sorry for everyone in it. Mm-hmm. Did you notice how often... People did the, did the, I've got a drinking game, drinking game for this. Oh. People did the face of, why the fuck did I take this gig? Oh yeah. Did you see how many of those actually made it to the final cut? It was great. Yeah. Oh God, I know. Everyone, I was really, I was really entertained by it. The gritted teeth. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the only person who laughed at Mike Myers' jokes in this film was Mike Myers. Yeah. He provided his own laugh track for the entire movie. Yeah. It was mad. Yeah. What do you think of that poor, poor elephant? Oh my God. Was it a, surely it was a CGI elephant. They couldn't have really done that. Maybe that's where the money went. Yeah, yeah, CGI yeah. elephants. The, the, sex, yeah. Definitely all CGI for a bit. Yeah. Actually, I'll tell you who I felt the most sorry for, actually. Yeah. And by far, it is his assistant, uh, Ranjish, Rajneesh, mm-hmm. Rajneesh, the assistant. Yeah. Because all the other people, like Justin Timberlake, Jessica Alba, mm-hmm. Ben Kingsley, they're showing up and they're taking a paycheck, whatever. Yeah. You yeah. know, not their proudest moment. But that guy, he's just an actor. He's yeah. not famous. He's just, he's like, oh, I, a gig's a gig. You know, this pays my rent for this month. And he's just stuck in this horribly offensive movie, just the most thankless role in the world. Mm. Just like fl- he's in the background of every scene, just doing his like grin and yeah. There's a scene when he's literally flossing Mike Myers' ass. Oh yeah. Oh god. <laughs> the the level of humor in this film know, is yeah. Oh, it's, like, it's terrible. I don't understand why Mike Myers is so obsessed with penises. Yeah. It's beyond like it's beyond like the old joke. Oh, maybe he's a maybe he's a closet gay. No, no, no. That's offensive to my people. It's not. I don't think it's anything to do with that. I just think no. he's like severely mentally ill. I think he has problems. I just think that's what he thinks is funny. Yeah, but and like so much though. It's 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 funny for young teenage boys. You know, oh, it's a penis, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, but even the young teenage boys didn't show up for this one. So no, I guess not. No. Do you think you would have found this funnier ten years ago, um, or fifteen years ago? You know that young. You like to think you wouldn't, don't you? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's that's what I'm going for. Yeah, but I'm trying to think honestly. Yeah. Mm, no, no, no. This isn't this this wasn't my sort of film even then. No, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I remember once uh, in high school for maybe last day of term or something. Some people got to bring some films in. Mm-hmm. Is this one of them? <clears throat> no, and. Uh, Somebody brought in, I think it was like Big Mama's House or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, okay. So not too dissimilar. Yeah, yeah which I've not seen other than, other than the lesson that we spent watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the teacher was like, sure, you can watch Big Mama's House. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and I was like, this, I hate this. Mm-hmm. I hate everything about this. I don't, this is why I don't like movies. Oh, <laughs> you thought you didn't like, <laughs> it almost destroyed your love of movies. Yeah. Like, wow. It was, yeah, it's, it's rough. And this is that. Yeah, 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 sure. <clears throat> I think, I don't know. No, yeah, I agree. But I, 
I mean, yeah, it wasn't a hit, so I guess even the teenagers didn't show up for it. It, comple- it completely flopped. Like, mm. it, yeah, it cost $32 million, it made, like, $20 million. So, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just in America. Like, it just completely and utterly tanked. Yeah. Deservedly so. It's yeah, it's abysmal. It's a yeah. terrible movie. The thing that baffles me, it's got, like, uh, 3.8 in IMDb, and it's, I, got, it's got a Rotten Tomato score well above zero. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't understand it. That means that people are saying positive things about oh, it. Oh, there's always... I mean, there's always going to be someone, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, but, like, I know there's a fair few zeros on Rotten Tomatoes, and I just assumed that this would be one of them. It really deserves to be. Mm. Yeah. What I've noticed... Because is- it's not even, like, the room where it's, like, entertainingly bad or something. No. It's just awful on so many levels. Yeah. And it's barely entertaining. A lot of the time it's boring. Did you Did you laugh once? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I made noises with my mouth. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. Um, but uh, I, I can't remember specifically what I, <clears throat> I got really excited when I started playing ice hockey because I was like, all right, I know it's not going to be great, but like a bit of sport. Okay, I can get on board with like, get the puck in the goal. I can, mm-hmm. I can follow God, you that. You must have been reaching for entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like, you don't care about ice hockey at no, all. No, I don't. <laughs> but like, get the puck in the goal and we're good. And, sure, okay. You know, it kind of goes um, down the line of a bit of a, uh, a Jerry Maguire sort of theme. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, um, that's generous, but sure. Y- yeah. yeah, but like you know where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's when the plot starts, and it's like halfway in or something. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's just here's a completely unconnected joke, and here's another one. Yeah, and then it just keeps on going at such a high energy. There was a po- how long did this take to film? Do you know? Probably about as long as it takes to watch. <laughs> I-, I would imagine, and I mean probably a bit of post production to like crowbar in all the celebrities, but. Mm. I can't imagine anyone really slaved over this, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it's not, it, it is not a labor of love, put it that no. way, no, for anyone. I would, I would hope. Not even Mike Myers? I hope not. Otherwise I genuinely worry for the guy. Like, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd rather think that he was just like an asshole who just threw a bit, you know, just, just got arrogance and thought he could just make no effort whatsoever. Mm. If, if I thought someone genuinely thought this was like, this is my masterpiece, this mm. is the one I'm going to be remembered for. And my heart and soul is in it. And this is what came out. I'd be like, I'd be sad for him. Mm. I'd really be sad for him. Like, yeah. so, Cause it's, it is such a complete failure on every level. Like yeah. it, you're right. It's not even like a work of accidental genius. Like, no, no. Like what I really noticed is that it's not just that it's not funny and that the jokes don't work and that it's offensive. It's also like shoddily made. Yeah. Like, yeah. So many scenes, like the direction of it, the editing is awful. I noticed, I noticed it straight away because well, I mean, we'll we'll talk again about the music in this, mm-hmm. but it starts off with Nine to Five by Dolly Parton or yeah. the Love Guru's rendition of, mm-hmm. obviously with, with uh, new lyrics and stuff. And it's, uh, he didn't yeah. even change that. That's the thing. The music one was he didn't even do like f- funny air quotes, like new lyrics. He oh, just wait, sang he not, them. He it, just sang them straight. Right. Okay. So because that that's the thing that I um that, that that's the thing that I was getting a bit sort of confused by because it starts off and he's like you know pour myself a cup of ambition and whatever. And then it cuts to a new scene and then the audio just basically cuts out Yeah, and it's not a, like a, a joke or something. It's like just bad editing. Really badly mixed. Yeah. <clears throat> but those musical songs, my God, I was, I was like, how are these three, each one is a full, there are three full mm. length musical numbers in this film. Mm-hmm. And they're all just, the only joke I can think of that they might've thought was a joke was that it's being sung in his like accent. Yeah. That's it, because the lyrics don't change. It's the same lyrics for Dolly Parton. I didn't. Maybe there's, maybe there's some small changes, but like mm. watching those songs, because they do take up about maybe a, a probably about a tenth of this film's running time. It's <laughs> just Mike Myers covering contemporary pop songs like Dolly mm-hmm. Parton's Nine to Five and The Joker by Steve Miller Band. Mm-hmm. And what's the other one? Oh, More Than Words by Extreme. Mm-hmm. He covers those three songs in full, mm-hmm. like four minutes to five minutes each of screens. I was just watching him play his sitar, mm-hmm. singing those songs. 
And I was just like, maybe there's some tiny little changes, but most of it is pretty much, as far as I could tell, it wasn't like he'd done a parody version. And I was watching, I was literally like Trinity Taylor in RuPaul's Drag. I was like, where are the jokes? Where are the jokes? <laughs> yeah. like, there are no jokes here. We're just watching him sing these songs. Like, yeah. where are the jokes? Mm. Baffled. I, yeah, I don't know. But also I noticed that every scene just would end really awkwardly. Yeah. Like he'd tell, it would be like a joke or a punchline. And then it would just be like, the scene would just go on a few seconds too long. Like it was pausing for a laugh track. Yeah. And then someone would just like wander out of shot and they'd be like, oh, and, and I was somewhere else. It's like, mm. like what? Mm. <laughs> Who was directing this? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just, it's a real piece of crap <laughs> on every, on literally every level. Like it's just a piece of crap. <laughs> oh, it's great. Listeners, if you've not seen it, I highly recommend watching it. Do you? No. <laughs> so, so it's like, maybe if you're drunk, what do you think? I've, I don't think drunk, I think high. Okay. Because I did put it to the listeners and, you know, a lot of people, most people were like, yeah, that was a terrible film. And, you know, we got, I'll get to our sequel listener submissions at the end. Mm. But there were more, more than one person replied saying, oh, I watched this when I was really baked and actually I laughed my ass off. So maybe right. that's where you need to be. Yeah. 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 Sure. So that dude, I've... where where's my car? You know, sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, anybody listening who does a film podcast, add this to your list. Oh yeah, sure. Because I, I, I really, I want to hear more people talk about it. To be honest, yeah, absolutely. I'm, intri- I'm, I'm intrigued by this film. That's that's the most positive outcome of this. I'm just intrigued. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How did this happen? Why did this happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've given some great theories. Sure. You know, I genuinely think it was money laundering. Mm-hmm. I think he just took the money, made as cheap a piece of shit as he could possibly do, and pocketed the rest of the cash for the budget and just mm-hmm. ran for the hills for ten years. Yeah. I mean, allegedly, allegedly, Mike Myers' lawyers. I don't know. I'm just saying that's what I think may have happened. Like, yeah. I'd love to know what's going on in his life that like he's he's out of money or something. Uh, he can't be. He yeah. can't be. He's taken so much and given so little. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how could he be out of money? Oh, God. So, you are the owner of the ice hockey team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Actually, it's Leafs. Who said that? Oh, how did you get there? <sighs> this little guy scared the crap out of me. I think I'm gonna have to do a panty check. I might have some monkey mustard back there. No, I'm good. <laughs> Who is this prick? Shh. Well, how do you do? Shrimp? What'd you call me, Jagamo? I'm sorry, I didn't catch your gnome. Name! You are a midget. I find that term condescending. Condescending? That's a big word for you. The man's an ass. Again, I don't think we really need to go through the plot because it, it, there isn't one. So in very brief, he is, uh, he's the Guru Pitka. Yeah. And he is a, a love guru. Well, he's a, yeah, he's a Eastern mystic Indian, but, but not because he's actually. He was born American. He was born American. Ra- raised in India. Yeah. Because we get a flashback scene very early on. Oh my God. Oh, it's horrible. Genuinely. Oh, <laughs> oh it's made me so uncomfortable. Genuinely one so... of the most upsetting things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, oh God. It's like my... I don't know how I've not seen this before in like a YouTube video or something. Yeah. It's, it baffles me. It, this was oh, so horrifying. Yeah. Nightmare inducing. Yeah. Yeah. We get a flashback scene to where Mike Myers, we find out that he was, his parents were missionaries yeah. in India yeah. and they died. 
Oh, I, I I hated it as soon as they said that his parents were missionaries. It's like, oh, it's, it's happening, isn't it? It's, it's going to happen. Yeah, my grandparents were doggy stylists. Oh, no, they did it. All the jokes were such long walks. Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like boom, boom. It was like, we're really going to crowbar this in. Like, yeah. The, the joke yeah. took so much setup and it wasn't worth yeah. it. The thing that I really didn't like... The 258th thing that I really didn't sure, like sure, sure, yeah. was uh, that whenever they just had a bit of dead time and they, didn't, they weren't in the middle of some sort of a joke, they'd be like, is there a bogey up my nose? Oh my, yes. Yeah. Just like something just random, completely unconnected and often disgusting to mm. just be like, is there is something funny about my body? Yes. I'll, I'll fart. I don't, I don't, I don't, I really, I truly don't understand. Yeah. Cause yeah. that really seemed like it came out of nowhere, but it happened on multiple occasions. Yeah. Yeah. So we find out that he, well, yeah, he was a band, he, you know, his parents died. He's orphaned in India. I guess he has no other relatives to take him home. Mm-hmm. He ends up being raised by this guru played by Ben Kingsley, Sir Ben Kingsley. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I think he should have his knighthood and his, and his Oscar <laughs> retracted. I think that should be a thing. If you make a film so bad, mm-hmm. you should have your Oscar like taken away again until you earn it back, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, he's, he, he's studying with this guru, Tugimapuda or whatever his name is. And that is, I'm not being offensive. That is literally it. It's like Tugging Mapuda. Sorry, Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley, yes. And let me just... Oh, he's... Oh, no, you, you nailed that. What? Yeah, you, you nailed that. What did I nail? Tugging Mapuda. Tugging Mapuda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I did have it written down at some point. Yeah, so he's he's studying under this guru. And we get Mike Myers, this horrifying visage, this nightmarish visage mm-hmm. of a... Mike Myers' adult head, his oh, doughy adult head. Just awful. Just horribly CGI'd on the body of a small child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? I, I, I don't know. Um, maybe because they thought it would be funny. It was nightmarish. I cannot stress enough how unpleasant of a sight that was. Yeah. Um, so I, I just thought I'd uh, have a little look and see what uh, what awards it's, uh, it's, it's, it's gone for. On oh, the Love Guru. It's got to be all yeah. Razzies, surely. On, uh, on, on IMDb, uh, well, let's see, there's actually some positive movies. Oh, okay. pos- positive awards. There's the National Movie Awards UK. What? I've never heard of that awards body. Sure. No, me neither. But uh, you've got Best Comedy and uh, Best Performance by a Male. Um, oh. Everything else is shit. So there's the <laughs> Golden Schmoes, Worst Movie of the Year, mm-hmm. whoever that is. Oklahoma, Oklahoma Film Critics Circle Awards, obviously Worst Film. Sure. Obviously, that's, that's, not even a debate. Yeah. It's just obviously the worst. I mean, yeah. can't deny it. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, oh, there's Village Voice film poll, worst film, whatever. And then, oh my goodness, the Razzies. The Razzies. Um, so many Razzies. I would imagine it won everything it was going for. It won worst picture, mm-hmm. worst actor, and worst screenplay. Cool. Um, it was nominated for worst actor of the decade. Mm-hmm. Um, bear in mind, this is late in the decade, so sure, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know how that award works. Uh, also nominated for worst actress, Jessica Alba, supporting actor Ben Kingsley. Supporting actor Vern Troyer and director. Cool. Yeah. I mean, all all completely Correct. deserved. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm surprised it didn't. I don't know what else was out that year, but I'm surprised it didn't win all of them. Like, oh, I felt really sorry for Jessica Alba. I mean, I did and I didn't. Yeah. Like, yes, but she's. I think she's complicit. Yeah. I don't know. Like, she took the money, you know. I guess. Well, lots of people took the money. So lots of people took the money. I don't know. Yeah. There's so many scenes of her having to act. Like, I think she should have an Oscar just for every scene where she had to pretend she was delighted by everything he did. <laughs> like the scene where the ele- at the end where the elephants have sex. Yeah. She looks so happy yeah. to see that. I'm like, why? Well, she probably doesn't know what she's happy about. No, yeah, like, she's when, been when, told when to react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, um, the cast list baffled me. Because mm-hmm. like, 
well, there's all the all the cameos that we've spoken about, but like Kanye West. Oh like, my God, yeah. Like what 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 was that? There's a little cameo at the end where it's Kanye West and Mike Myers in the crowd, like actual Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're there just cheering for like half a second. Yeah. Like, did did you get Kanye for that? Yeah. What 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 is this? What happened? Well, I think... Was this, like, footage from a previous sport, like, a real sporting match or well, something? Well, this is 2008. This is when Kanye was, like, a new star, not, like, the person he is today. You right, know? okay. So it, it, I don't think he was, like, that unavailable. But mm-hmm. No, that's something this movie thinks that things are funny just if if they exist. It's just like, oh, yeah, let, that'd be funny if it was Mike Myers was playing himself and then Kanye West was there. Hilarity ensues, you know. We've got John Oliver as a yeah. fairly regular role, actually. Well, that's actually a role. Yeah, all the comedians, I'm like, fine, they're not that rich. They just need a paycheck. Stephen Colbert? Yeah, well, it was before he had his chat show, you know. This oh, was is, it? I'd imagine so. I'd hope so. I, I was trying to work out if his name was a pun or not. His name was J. Kel. Oh, was he? No, I didn't get that one. Because John Oliver was he, Dick he, Pants, yes. which is maybe the laziest of all the jokes in the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, J. Kel, just like, it sounds like it's supposed to be something, but I not uh, Yeah, I can't really... I don't get that one. No. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, my God, it just... So many people in this. It's great. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, like, at the time, you're like, being the new Mike Myers movie, you were like, yes. Oh, yeah. Austin sure. Powers was huge. I'll be iconic, you know. Yeah. Little did they know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, yes, so we find out that Mike Myers, as a child, studied with this guru alongside Deepak Chopra. Mm-hmm. I feel like Mike Myers, when he made this movie, was just really super into Deepak Chopra. I guess. Yeah, such a bone around him for Deepak Chopra. Who, by the way, I've never heard of before this. No. Time. Well, Deepak Chopra is a real life, like lifestyle guru. Indian, yeah. But he like trades in all this Indian mysticism kind of stuff. Right. And he's very controversial now because he, end, he ended up endorsing a load of like really dangerous, like alternative therapies. You know, you know like one mm-hmm. of those people who say, like, oh, don't get chemotherapy. Just, you know, drink, drink, drink water and do a yoga pose and you'll be fine. You know, it's all mm-hmm. that kind of shit, yeah. you know. Um, so he, he's quite controversial now, but like he was a big deal and Oprah fucking loved him. That's true. Yeah. Like, Oprah really endorsed Deepak Chopra mm-hmm. in the nineties. Um, yeah. So it, it's, it's that basis basically. Cause at first I thought the film was taking the piss out of Deepak Chopra. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, I guess this would be like the peak of his celebrity, him being like a thing. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, that. Yeah. But no, Deepak Chopra's in the movie. Yeah. So, so it's like actually quite reverential to him. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was like, oh, that's oh, uncomfortable. Yeah. I was really trying to work out who, who, who it was going to be. Cause like, I didn't know that Deepak Chopra was. I've never heard of him before. I'm guessing you also didn't know who Mariska Hargitay was. <laughs> no. no. Um, so, like, you know, they clearly did this big build-up to, like, Deepak Chopra is going to be in this. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, okay, there's going to be some sort of reveal here. Is he Kanye? I'd be on board with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, no, he's actually a real person. And it's just a, yeah. it's just a cameo. And it's like, oh, okay, this... This is weird now. Yeah, I just I just think Mike Myers, I guess, was just really into Deepak Chopra and thought that was yeah. like, that could be a whole comedy. I don't know. I guess, yeah. yeah. But yeah, who was the other person? Who do you mean? The person you just mentioned that I also haven't heard of. Oh, Mariska Hargitay. Yeah. Because that's his, this. This, this running, running joke that they really beat into the ground is that his, like, his greeting, his standard Indian greeting is to say, Mariska Hargitay. Ah. Like, you know, it's, it's like namaste, Mariska Hargitay kind yeah. of thing, yeah. Um, she's just an actress with a, with a name that's kind of European. She, I think her mother was Hungarian, so oh, that, that's it. Like, that's the joke, and, wow. and it goes. <laughs> and then, but she appears like in the in the celebrity. Like, she's most famous for being in this American TV show, Law and Order SVU. Oh yeah, yeah. Special Victims yeah. Unit. You know, we Louise had to pause it. Sam had to pause it and explain, explain this me. this joke yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's weird because she's. I think she's in this movie too early. Like, it's not a funny joke anyway. Mm. But if the whole movie, he was going, Mariska Hargitay, Mariska Hargitay, Mariska Hargitay. And then like at the very end, it's like, Mariska Hargitay, oh my God, it's you. And yeah. then it's like, oh, I guess that's a payoff for that joke. Yeah. But it happens in the first like 10 minutes. And then you just keep saying it. I'm like, well, you've already like 
done a full circle with this joke. Mm-hmm. Like, what else is there to say about this joke? Like, yeah. yeah. She just shows up and he's like, oh, Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay. Tumbleweed. And then that's it. Like, But he, then he just won't stop saying it. And it's not like he shows up again and is like, hey, stop saying my name. I might have actually got the joke at the time if it had happened like at the end and he'd been saying it all movie. Exactly, yeah. He probably only said it like two or three times beforehand. If that. I, I, exactly. I, I don't know. I didn't pick up on it at all. I didn't realize that he'd been saying it. I just thought he just said something. I didn't hear him or something. I didn't clock it. Yeah, sure. I don't know who she is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, um, it only works if you know who Mariska Hargitay is. And, and like Jessica Simpson, it's quite a specific reference. Like, it's not yeah. like... It's like he's saying Marilyn Monroe, you know. Mm. <laughs> Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay. I so enjoyed your sutra, especially the part about not being a victim. Oh, thank you. Because you are such a generous benefactor, we are establishing the Mariska Hargitay Special Victims Unit. The whole nine yards. Thank you, Your Holiness. <laughs> yeah, so he's studying with Deepak Chopra under this guru, and he really wants to be—he wants to be like the, ne- the next big guru. And Deepak Chopra goes on and becomes a big star, and becomes mm-hmm. like the, the, this new age celebrity. And he's very bitter that he's like always second to Deepak yeah. Chopra. And also in the flashback, when Ben Kingsley asks him, "Well, why would you? Why do you want to be a guru?" and he's like, "So girls will like me." Mm-hmm. And as punishment for that, Ben Kingsley puts him in a chastity belt, which mm-hmm. he then wears for the next. 30s or 50? I don't know. Yeah, um, I, mean, it, I mean, time is meaningless here because also he, he was like the, he was the guru who was like with the Beatles and stuff. Yes, I noticed that. But then also this is in two, clearly in like 2008. Yeah, and it's the same photo. Yeah. And it's, it's the Beatles when they were young and together and alive. And it's yeah, like, how old, yeah. how old is this bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Like, no, I, yeah, there's no point trying to put any logic to it. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. But, but, and I'm only going to whiz through the plot. We're not going to go scene by scene because God knows how <laughs> we do that. But yes, so he grows up. He's a guru now, but he's always second to Deepak Chopra. Mm-hmm. And then he gets hired by a Canadian hockey team mm-hmm. to help them to reunite their star player. I don't, I don't know the positions in hockey. Yeah. A very bland person called Roanoke. Yep. Who, Darren Roanoke. To reunite him with his wife who has recently left him for a French Canadian with an enormous penis mm-hmm. played by Justin Timberlake called mm-hmm. Jacques Lecoq, because yeah. of course he is. I, and initially, because it, it took me a while to work out that this um, was mainly set in Canada mm-hmm. and not America, because I'm quite bad at distinguishing those accents. Well, Mike Myers is famously Canadian. That's oh, fine, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I wasn't sure. And Justin Timberlake's accent was so bad yeah. that I, I, I really wasn't sure. Like, is he trying to do Mexican? Because like, mm. he's got the moustache as well. Yes, like, yeah. Is he, is he trying to do like a Pedro Pascal kind of thing here? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's, what's going on? Like, it just, it just feels like South something, but mm-hmm. this is off. Yeah. And no, it's French Canadian. He was being French Canadian. I mean, he was being a very broad French Canadian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Either way. Not, yeah. <laughs> not, I, I, not, not, not his best role. Not his finest hour, no. But it was kind of like, at a certain point, I was like, is Justin Timberlake the villain of this movie? Because he's kind of not. Like, he's set up as maybe to be the villain, but he's only in, like, three scenes. He's the villain. I guess, but he doesn't really do anything. No, he doesn't. He's he's just... He's just there, and he sings a few Celine Dion songs, and his rooster attacks yeah. Mike Myers. That's literally it. So, yeah. yeah. And he's always dancing. Always dancing, yeah. yes. yes. So, but, <laughs> but also, yeah, basically, he gets hired to, to reunite this Canadian hockey player mm-hmm. with his wife and because the, since his wife left him for Justin Timberlake with a big dick mm-hmm. it's kind of thrown him off his game and he's he's no he's no longer able to like play the way he used to so the the team 
hoping that if he can be reunited, he'll get back to his old standard. Mm-hmm. And then Mike Myers, Guru Pitka, and his agent, uh, Dick Pants, mm-hmm. played by John Oliver, they're hoping that well, oh, oh, if we if we do this, if we get a celebrity back with his wife, then oh, we'll definitely get to go on Oprah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the fuck does Oprah care about Canadian League hockey? <laughs> That's pretty small five for Oprah Winfrey. Like, yeah. oh, you let an obscure Canadian hockey player <laughs> be slightly better at his game? Come and be on my show. Be the new Deepak Chopra, sure. Right. Yeah. But he does. And Jessica Albert is the the owner. I guess she's the owner the owner of the team, the manager. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because she's inherited it from her rich father, whatever. Yeah. And then Vern Troyer is the coach. Mm-hmm. And so they, yeah, he goes to them and Jessica Albert becomes the love interest because she's a huge fan of all his books. Mm-hmm. And she has... Actually, I do feel a little bit sorry for her. She has to pretend to be attracted to this Exactly, yeah. That, 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 that was my thing. And like she... Like she was written to have like some sort of agency yeah, yeah, yeah as well i mean not much but no sure, not yeah. no not much but like it just doesn't fit in a film like this she has to react to all the funny jokes yeah. I mean, all the unfunny jokes like, yeah which are all the jokes because yeah she doesn't really have any jokes of her own mm. but she's constantly having to like find him delightful and find what's happening delightful even though he's being monstrously yeah offensive at all times yeah, yeah. No, she's the one i feel most sorry for definitely yeah no, the more i think about it i guess sure mm. yeah it's, it's 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 she got a bum deal there mm-hmm. sure yeah um yeah and we've talked about Vern Troyer obviously he does get very much he's just being mini me again he gets all the same jokes thrown at him mm-hmm. what did you think of his teeny tiny little to scale office uh I quite like that actually yeah yeah well apparently Vern Troyer took the furniture home and kept it right yeah for real so fair enough yeah, yeah. Right, nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably would it was it was very like being John Malkovich with yeah it. I was thinking that too like, how do people get in and out of this like yeah you know? uh no no I, I I think that was probably the the joke that I laughed at the most. The most, okay, fine. It's it's, yeah. it's a low bar, but it, it got one for you. Yeah, a low bar is it? Is it? A, oh, for, uh, <laughs> you said that. Not you said that. Not me. <laughs> well, well, for me, the the, the Vern Troyer scene that didn't make me laugh the most, but made me maybe maybe my jaw drop the most, was towards the end when they're playing the final hockey match and mm-hmm. Roanoke, the the guy, the sports guy, is having a freak out and mm-hmm. he's. He won't come out of the bathroom or the changing room. And then he, it's like, we need to buy some time, buy some time. Vern, yeah. buy some time. Yeah. And he goes, I swore I'd never do this. And then he, just, he fakes a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I think it seemed quite specific. That says probably yeah. never, but sure. And he fakes this heart attack and then he gets the defibrillator. Yeah. And he gets defibrillated and then... Onto the ice. Poorly like, made puppet of Vern yeah. is flung, is like <laughs> shot across the ice and mm-hmm. hits him. I was like, Yeah. This is like 90% of all the film work Vern Troy did basically mm. is this. I think that was the 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 worst joke at his expense. Sure, yeah. Because that one he's just reduced to being the same as a hockey puck. Basically, yes. That that's all he's worth in that scene. Yeah. And like he even goes in the goal and then like somebody sets the celebrations off and everything, and it's like, yeah. what? What's the joke here? Yeah, he's literally just doing mini me again. It's it's bizarre. Like, why would they think that was funny again? Mm. I don't know. Anyway, actually, the, the, there was one bit with Vern Troyer. It, it did not make me laugh, but actually even worse than the hockey puck bit, mm-hmm. and it's quite early on, is when Vern Troyer and Jessica Alba go to one of Guru Pitka's like, seminars when he's doing all of his hilarious acronyms. and his... Oh my God, they went on for so long. That scene went on forever, yeah. What was that? That's what I mean. These, every joke was just like, it, none of them are funny in the first place, and they all just get beaten, beaten, mm. beaten into the ground. Yeah. So many acronyms. Yeah. yeah. But then there's a scene where out of nowhere, like Vern Troyer and Jessica Albert are sitting cross-legged on cushions because it's that kind of thing. It's like an ashram. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it down because just the line and what happened, it, actually it did make me laugh, but not because I found it funny. It made me laugh in that kind of weirdly hysterical way of like, I can't believe I'm watching this. Like <laughs> He says, and I quote, 
if I sit like this any longer, I'm going to pop my dick bag. What does that mean? And then he just falls over. I think he means if he sits too tightly, his ball, his balls will pop. Dick bag. Ball, yeah, I yeah, guess. sure. But he just says it and, it and then he just kind of awkwardly falls over and rolls off the cushion. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I must have blotted that one out. I've Good for you. That. Yeah. It's not a high point. <sighs> Unless you were watching the extended cut. Maybe I was watching the director's <laughs> cut. Yeah. Or just, or so much, maybe extra minutes of humor. Yeah. Oh. I am His Holiness, the Guru Pitka. Welcome to my ashram, the Ecumenical Intuitive Enlightenment Initiative Organization, or EIEIO. Guru Pitka had a farm. EIEIO. And on that farm, he did no harm. EIEIO. <laughs> okay. If I sit like this any longer, I'm going to pop my dink bag. Shh. Listen up. I am a guru. Let's look at the word guru, okay? My goal is to get you to say G. You are you. TM. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. awful. You got anything else to say? Uh, Do you think this is the worst film that you've ever seen as well? It's definitely up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I really didn't like um, Lesbian Vampire Killers, Mm -hmm. but... But no, this is worse. This this is worse because it's like, like I said, it's got, auto, it's not even attempting to entertain anyone. It's just got contempt for anyone who might yeah. even consider watching it. Yeah. Um, I guess the only thing we haven't talked about is the end with the elephants. We we, we briefly touched on it. Okay. So he does bring, must. We, well, we, we, we can't just get over it. So the end of the film, it's like the big hockey match. Mm-hmm. The player, Roanoke guy, he's playing well at first and then Justin Timberlake says something to him about how he's, sleeping with his wife still and he mm-hmm. freaks out and he can't his hands are shaking yeah and to cause a distraction to help him to focus his mind guru pitka leads two giant cgi elephants onto the ice rink and mm-hmm. they have sex yeah and then that that's the that's it they yeah. just have they have sex and he's riding on the the male elephant as it's mounting him it's, and it's really awkward and it again it goes on for so long it go it goes on for ages and mm. like all the audience is quiet yeah the music is awkward mm-hmm. and like when you're watching it with people it's like oh, <laughs> what <laughs> i i didn't know this happened aren't you glad you didn't watch this with your parents oh last my week? god <laughs> we wouldn't have made it for it yeah. um but yeah it's just it's horrible to watch it is i mean that's that this whole film is horrible to watch but yes this was this was the icing on the cake sure 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 yeah it did lead me to a genuine question and maybe you know the answer maybe you mm. don't because I don't know much about hockey, mm-hmm. but like when on oh, these, I thought you were going to say I don't know much about elephant sex. Well, like, no, oh, I, I know I'm, everything. You need. I'm not here to answer your questions. I know everything you need. You can ask about <laughs> elephant sex. That's but no, no, hockey specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, on like ice rinks for hockey and mm. for ice-based sports, are they just like a film of ice over a standard, like over some like solid flooring, or is it like actually frozen water? No, no, it'll be over like a floor or something. Oh, okay, because yeah. I was like, how are these elephants not cracking the? <laughs> I was like, are they? No, 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 that's. Okay, yeah. fine. Just, I just it just crossed my mind. That's how you get like an ice rink, like like come to like the city square or something. Sure, it it, it it's it's just it's not actual. It's material. It's like glazed with ice. Yeah, it's on a floor. They put water down and then freeze it. Okay, yeah. fine. That, that 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 tracks then. So yeah. that, that's plus one for the film. So I was like, <laughs> those elephants would have gone right through. This was a lake. You know? <laughs> All that frosting. 
Well, anyway, so the elephant successfully distracts Roanoke enough that he is able to score the winning goal in the hockey match that nobody mm-hmm. gives a shit about. Yeah, yeah. Like, why would you care? Yeah. And, yeah, and then the film ends, I guess, Mike Myers marries Jessica Alba? I guess, Question mark. Yeah. yeah. They end up in India. Mm-hmm. Ben Kingsley takes his chastity belt off, mm-hmm. which is, he's been wearing, again, which is, he's been wearing for like 30 years, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we end with another song. He sings uh, The Joker. And then that's the end. And the film ends. I, I hated it because he took the chastity belt off and then Jessica Alba was like, well, what now? And he's like, well, I've been wearing it since I was 12. So uh, what do you think I want to do? Like, have a wash? Yes. How <laughs> much would that sting? Yeah. Oh. How did he pee? I, I don't know. I don't know. Questions this film doesn't want you to answer. Yeah. But yeah, so he does The Joker by Steve Miliband. The credits roll. The film is finally over. Did you notice the film had a blooper reel of one? Yeah. What was that? It wasn't even that good of a joke. No. Like, so the film ends and it's like credits, credits, credits. And then it's like, oh, it's a blooper reel. I'm like, okay, these are sometimes funnier than the film. Mm-hmm. And it's like a scene of Vern Troyer. And it's just Vern Troyer. Like, nothing's happening. He's just, mm. they're just like framing a shot for him to do a reaction or something. And then someone off camera goes, hey, can we move around a bit? Because all I can see is arses. Mm. And Vern Troyer goes, well, I know how I feel. And everyone just like dies laughing behind the camera. <laughs> I was like, it's oh, a mild joke, sure. <laughs> I was like, well, I hope the bloopers get funnier from that. that, that that's the only blooper? Mm. That's literally it. That's the mm. only one they got. To be like, honest, I didn't, I didn't get to it. As, as soon as it went black and like, the, like, the first credit came up, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Going to bed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you missed. You missed a single solid... I've never seen that before. I've never seen a one blooper blooper reel. <laughs> Very strange. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, that's... Uh, I think that might be the Love Guru. Yep. I think we might have said all there is to say. Yep, that was it. So, uh, worst film ever. Yes, I'm going to say you've succeeded. You've managed to lower the bar even further. I don't know. I, I, I mean, dread succeeded to think, is a strong word. And I, I dread to think <laughs> what the next year's one's going to be. Like, these are yeah. only getting worse. <sighs> Big moment. Yeah, don't probably. decide now. <laughs> I no. think there might have been a sequel to that. Thank yeah, God. Thanks. But yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to put ideas in your head. So yeah. Sure, sure. This was. Oh, I hate myself for doing this. Well, I hope you. I, I'm glad. You deserve to hate yourself. You should, you should. You did a bad thing. You should feel bad. All right. So drinking games. Yes. Uh, do you want to start? Sure. So I've already said drink when any actor gives the why the fuck did I take this gig? Look. Yes, I had. Well, drink for cameos. That's an obvious one. But also, I had mm. drink for comedians slumming it for cash, and I think that's yeah. definitely yeah. yeah. Um, I've also got drink for uh, cameos that didn't happen. How um, do you mean? Oh, like Celine Dion. Yeah. That's yeah. I wonder if she just like initially said yes. And then pulled out because mm. I did, otherwise I don't unless they couldn't think of anyone else any other possible Canada joke to make Justin Timberlake yeah. react that way. Yeah, is he Canadian? Oh, that is a Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking because the whole thing again. Is just, I didn't I didn't really think of this film as a Canadian film because it doesn't. It's not really much about it. That's other than the ice hockey element. No, but I mean Justin Timberlake's whole joke is that he's an, a crazy Celine Dion fan. Right. So that you know, he, the reason they bring Celine Dion on stage. I feel like you know way more about this film than I do. I, I had to sit through the damn thing. I had to pay. <laughs> I, I at least paid attention. Um, yeah, because they bring just they bring Celine Dion out to distract Justin Timberlake when they're in that nightclub, mm-hmm. and then it's like, yeah, they, her song starts playing, and he's like, oh my god, it is Celine Dion, and then he runs up, and it's like a long, 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 <laughs> long, 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 long shot of a woman in a wig who looks vaguely like Celine Dion, yeah. and then it's all shot from behind yeah. while Celine Dion's I drove all night place. It's like, yeah, that <laughs> Celine did not agree to appear in this movie. No. Um, drink if you laugh at anything, even okay. if it's not how the film intended. Yeah, I did laugh a few times in the first half hour, not at jokes that were I found to be funny, but like mm. 
I just entered a stage of hysteria, just like mm. this is literally the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, like I was like that in itself. <laughs> yeah, I was laughing about that laughter. Too. Yeah, yeah, same, mm. same. Do you think that was deliberate? Do you think that was its thing? It's a very generous reading, but maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I could, I'd drink every time a scene goes on for way, way too long. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, most of the comic comic question you know like like i said the the scene when he's going through all of his acronyms goes on forever mm-hmm. the, the in the exposition at the beginning goes on forever mm-hmm. so long before anything happens yeah see the thing about the uh, the acronyms as well is he's not even telling the jokes right no. because he's given the punchline first he's saying here's a word here's yeah. a, like here's a funny word and here's like these five boring words that it stands for yeah yeah, yeah. like do it the other way around. Give five boring words and like, oh, and it stands for dick yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. Like, then at least you've arranged the joke in the right order. Not, yeah, that's it. It just, this film failed like on the fundamentals of con- joke construction. Yeah. It's not just like the jokes are bad. The jokes were not constructed in the correct format of a joke. It's like, yeah. how is anyone making an effort in this film? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, drink for fourth wall breaks. Oh, yes. Got a couple Great of those. Mm-hmm. Um, one point in the car, he's flicking through radio stations. Bohemian Rhapsody comes on. Oh, yes. It's like a callback to Wayne's yeah. World. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's in the vicinity of a joke. Sure. I get it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mike Myers, he does like to look straight into the camera and mm. yeah, explain his own jokes. Yeah. Explain his own jokes, which if a joke needs to be explained, it wasn't funny. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd drink every time the words Deepak Chopra are mentioned. Sure. That'll get you nice and sozzled. Yeah. Mm hmm. Drink for a fart, burp, bogey, poo joke, like just drink anything. Drink for any, yeah, any, anything, yeah. That sort of thing. Any, bo- any toilet humor. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's, that's a lot of the movie, yeah. Yeah. You're right, they really come out of nowhere. They're just like, out of nowhere, he'll just be like, oh, any bogeys in my nose? And it's like, mm. okay. And then it will go on for a, a solid two minutes. Yeah. yeah. And like, well, when that scene start, particularly started, I was like, oh, please don't go there and show us anything. Just, oh, just don't. I was almost looking away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, if I'm gonna look away, then I may as well not watch it. Mm-hmm. And that was, but that was also an option. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drink for obvious green screen. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think anyone in this film went anywhere. I think this film was shot over the course of like a week in a backlog studio. Mm. I really do. Like, there's no, there's a lot of locations, but none of them are actually on location. Like that scene when they go to Niagara Falls for no reason. Yeah. And they're just very obviously on a green screen. To, yeah. Like, what? why? What did that... That scene added nothing. <laughs> it's around that point, I think, I was like, how much longer is left of this movie? And like, yeah, I was like, oh my God, we're only 45 minutes in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So slow. Yeah, because the it ran out of like... It had no jokes in the first place, but mm. the jokes, it like the, the things it was trying to make jokes, they it just... He'd done all of them in mm. the first 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. So after that, the novelty really wore off. And it was just like, oh my God, this is still going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drink for a bad accent. Drink, yes, drink for an accent, certainly. So you've got Mike Myers doing his kind of half-hearted Apu from The Simpsons thing. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as I thought it could have been. Like It's not as aggressively stereotypical. It's just kind of like half there. Yeah. Justin Timberlake's really going all in on his French-Canadian. But I feel like he's doing his best, bless him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my review of Justin Timberlake in this. Yeah, well, this is before he like made real films. I think this is like, oh, maybe yeah. I could be an actor. Maybe the love guru is my way in. Yeah. yeah. When was the social network? But, Must have been after this, or I hope. Yeah, God knows. This was 2008, wasn't it? 2010, all right. Okay, yeah. So he, yeah. he, he, he did go on to bigger things for mm, yeah. briefly, and then he kind of fizzled out again. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay. Drink every time Mike Myers laughs at his own joke. Oh, God, yeah. It's just every that. single joke. Just, yeah. Um, drink for a joke or a phrase aimed to start a teenage craze. I like that. Okay. Um, yeah. Did you did you notice a lot of, a lot of these? What like you things you thought the movie was trying to make like the, the thing the merchandise would be all about if this film is successful? Yeah, just okay. like little sayings that they try and say or just jokes that they do. Or well, some of them were definitely inspired by teenage crazes. You know, like uh, making that symbol with your hand like below your waist and then punching someone. Oh yes, all the well that's that's I, like, that's, I know I know that's already a thing. Yeah, yeah, but he did that in the Austin Powers movies as well. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's my, my next drinking game is a drink every time you spot a joke that's already been rehashed from Austin Powers. Yeah. So many of them were just the same jokes, like literally yeah. the same jokes. Like all the Venturi stuff, like I said, it's all just like, oh, you're a midget. A lot of the like sex and dick jokes are just mm-hmm. rehashed from Austin Powers. It's like you've just mm-hmm. you've just changed your accent and your costume. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's the same. Yeah. Other than, except it's also not even remotely as funny as those films are. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, drink if your jaw drops. Drink if your jaw. Okay, what was your most jaw dropping moment? The elephant. Sex, elephant really. sex. Yeah. yeah. You're like you didn't think it was gonna go that far. Yeah, I just th- th- that was just too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I certainly had some moments where I was like, I can't believe it. Like, mm. I can't believe what I am witnessing right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of drink for product placement. Oh yeah. The aggressive product placement in this film. <laughs> Again, which really made me think this film is just a cash grab. It is like mm. the worst kind of cash grab. Like. I think the McDonald's logo is in the background of every scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's scenes where he just literally, because he, he'll just hold things up to the camera. Like at, yeah. at one point he holds up a pack of Pampers <laughs> to the camera and just goes, yeah, you'll need these. They'll keep you dry. Mm. And he puts them away again. There's a scene <laughs> where he's in the airport and he's having an argument with John Oliver in front of a, uh, some cake confectionery stand, but it's like a branded one. Uh, it's not Dunkin' Donuts. It's one of those Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Is it Krispy Kreme? Cinnabon. 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 Yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's arguing in front of a very conspicuously placed Cinnabon stall, mm-hmm. and then he he storms off, and then he comes back, mm-hmm. grabs a Cinnabon, just holds up to the camera, and goes yeah. ha ha, and then walks off of it. Yeah. I was like, I feel so offended that I'm watching this. <laughs> like, I'm just watching you just like throw money into the air in front of me and cackle and stick your fingers up at me for watching you do it. Well, you, you'll like my, ne- my next drinking game, my last drinking game. Mm-hmm. Drink if you hate me for picking this. Well, yes. I mean, is that just <laughs> me from start to finish? Just like waterfalling it? Because I, Me too. This film increased your self-loathing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, enough. oh God, why, why on earth did I do this? This yeah. is awful. Made some, you've made a terrible mistake, Harry. Mm-hmm. Not your first. Mm-hmm. And I'm sadly, I doubt your last. <laughs> okay. Uh, and finally... Drink for Indian stereotypes. Yeah. Oh, and sitar. Well, that, that's they, they go together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every time you hear that sitar thing, that, that's yeah. a sign. But yeah, general Indian stereotypes. Not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But plentiful. Um, all right. Well, listeners, if you've... Oh, wait, uh, that's... Sorry. I had to mention the scene where they do the Bollywood... That was unfortunate. When yeah. he first sees Jessica Alba and then they go into like a Bollywood scene with all the like high-pitched voices. And oh, no. That was, that, was, that, was, that was very unfortunate. Yeah, it was. Um, what do you think could have made you turn this off? Because like I know that there was like a commitment level to, to watching this because we're doing it for the for the show. Mm-hmm. But what could what more could this film have done to make you go? You know what? I'm halfway through this, but I'm vetoing it. I I did think to myself if this was filmed today, then one of his songs would be an Ed Sheeran song, and then I'd just be like, <laughs> yep, I'm done. That would have been it. Done. Ed Sheeran is the thing that took you over the edge. 
I think so. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I think I was maybe one more four minute song away from tapping yeah. out. Like, because that that really annoyed me. Like, it's one thing to watch jokes not land, mm. but to watch someone just like running down the clock in front of you by singing a song mm. without any jokes, without any changes to the original, just accept that it's in a stupid accent. Mm-hmm. I was just like, do it once. You can be like, oh, maybe that he thought that'd be funny. Mm. But three times for a full length of a song, I think I was one away from being like, no, mm. done. I think for me, it's if the elephant sex scene was earlier. Sure. Because I was so close to turning it off at that point. Really? But it's practically the end of the movie anyway. So you were like, oh, I'll so just... I was like, you know. yeah, I'll just stick around for the next you two see, minutes. You see, did save the best for last in that sense, yeah. Yeah. If that was earlier on in the movie, I'd, like, I'd, I'd have turned it off. And I'd been like, I'm sorry, John, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I hope you've not already watched this because I'm not watching it anymore. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Um, God, that would have pissed you off if you had watched it. I would have been mad if I finished it. Yeah, I mean, we would already had a little bit of a tiff that night, so that would have really tipped me over the edge. Yeah. So thank God. Yeah. Um, it's a shame because my next movie is just all elephant sex. <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually, my next movie, spoiler alert for the end of the podcast, my next one was just a 90 minute elephant porn movie. So oh, just, just be yeah. ready. Yeah. yeah, the Dumbo sequel none of us wanted. Indeed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so listeners, if you have somehow enjoyed this episode, maybe you've enjoyed the episode, but I would hope it's more enjoyable than the film we talked about. I'd feel bad about myself if this was less enjoyable than the film. Yeah. So, yeah. But if you have, and you feel like you want to say thank you somehow, then you can go to patreon.com slash beyond the box set where you can support me and John for as much or as little as you think we're worth. We don't do a tiered system. We do pay as you feel. So no matter what you want to pay, you get everything and everything includes a film review show where we review recent releases of films. Yes. Um, it just got In the Heights out recently. Yes. And um, we are going to go see, as soon as we can, we're going to go and see Old. Oh, yeah. The new M. Night Shyamalan movie, which looks ridiculous. I can't wait. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't seen anything about it yet, go and watch the trailer for it. It's a great time. Yeah. Um, and then uh, come right back here. Well, after you've watched the film. Actually. Yeah. yeah. We will spoil it. Yeah. Get yourself excited for the film, then go watch it. And uh, something else coming up soon. Oh, Suicide Squad. That looks... I'm sure, yeah. Um, fine. I think that's more for you than for me. Much yeah, more. like it looks like a really good time, mm-hmm. but so did it, it, it looked like a really good time last time. Yeah, sure. So mm-hmm. we'll, have, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you get those. Also, if you become a Patreon, you get a 30 second advert slot right here on the main show. Mm-hmm. Talk about your own podcast, your own business, whatever you want to chat about. And also once a month, we do a Patreon episode where we pick a Patreon at random and they get to choose the film for us on the main show. You can come and guest if you want, but you don't have to. All that is available at patreon.com slash beyond the box set. Let's see, Alex. Uh, what do you think of Jaws, which is at 97% Rotten Tomatoes? I find it to be anti-shark propaganda. What do you feel about the Entourage movie, which is at a meager 33%? I think they finally got Hollywood right. How about It Follows, 97%. Worse than your parents giving you the sex is evil talk. How do you feel about Juno, which is at 94%? That would be a movie that celebrates a teenage homewrecker. Uh, how about Bewitch at 25%? Best television adaptation ever put to film. How do you feel about American Hustle at a towering 93%? Overwrought awards bait. Righteous Kill, 19%. The movie that Michael Mann wishes he had made when he created Heat. Sounds about right. I'm Julio. I'm Alex, and we are the Contrarians. As you can tell, our thing is that we rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine. Regardless of what we really feel. Find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn. Facebook, Twitter, we're everywhere. Alright, so, sequels. Go for it. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Uh, uh, I'll go first, I guess. Okay. Um, so, 
I couldn't bring myself to write. I don't a blame you. Sequel I don't blame you. I, I was. I was. I've been all. How day... do you write a sequel to a film that isn't a film? I, I don't know. It, yeah. it's, it's it's impossible. Yeah. I spent all day trying to think about like what a plot could be, but like this film doesn't have a plot. No. So all you can really do to make a spiritual sequel to this is just give Mike Myers money. I was really concerned for a second that you were going to literally stand on the chair you're sitting on, bend over and fart into the mic in front of my face. <laughs> I was really worried that might be, because you know, that would be, to be fair, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so instead I've just, uh, uh, I've gone to my favorite website, rhymezone.com. Oh, wow. We're back to this well again. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I've only, I've only... Tell me there's less than 50, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's... Uh, there's, there's Eight, including uh, five, which aren't even rhymes. Okay. Um, so first up, the glove guru. The glove guru. Okay. Yeah. So he gets really into millinery. Oh, that's hats. What is it when you make gloves for a living? Is that a living? Is that a job? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I, was, I, I'm more thought that he was going to go around matching pairs of gloves for people. Oh, okay. Or some, or something. Is that like a living? That. Maybe, or maybe he gets pulled into the O.J. Simpson trial, like different. Well, maybe he becomes here. like a fashion designer. Maybe the maybe gloves are his like signature piece. But he becomes ah, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. He becomes the guru of fashion rather than the guru of. I don't know, new age living. Yeah. I could see that being a thing, like him in a like really unfunny spin on the devil wears Prada. Yeah. 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 Um, the dove guru. The dove guru. So for this one, he's a dove. He's a, he's a bird, a dove. Yeah. Yes. But, but, uh, but also a guru. So he's got the same hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a dove, but wearing a little wig. So it's like he's doing, it's Mike Myers as the voice of a, oh, yeah. a dove. Okay. Yeah. And somehow they'd find a way to make it very inappropriate. I'm sure they would. Lots of bird sex. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Uh-huh. Okay. That's that. Um, there's the brov guru. As, as in, in like, brother, like yeah. Cockney Ryman slang? Yeah. Okay. We know he can do a British accent. I mean, he can do all, to be fair, say what you like about Mike Myers, and I will, but he can do, he can do an <laughs> accent. He can do an accent. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see, I could see him as a Cockney wide boy. Yeah. Because he did, he did Austin Powers as like the old 60s, you know, you know, spy kind of, you know, posh mm-hmm. London, but I would have, yeah, I'd be interested to see I like to see him balance the life of uh, a guru and also trying to have some street cred. Maybe he turns... Because I feel like looking like a massive hippie like he does in this. It's not quite street cred, is it? Maybe. Maybe Mike Myers' career hits such a low point, (laughs) you know, having made this movie and crashed out of the A-list of Hollywood. He's forced to take a job on EastEnders Mm -hmm. as uh, like Danny Dyer's brother. Nice. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's something I'd I'd find entertaining. Um, and then I thought I would go with the sad guru. The sad guru. So instead of like going around and spreading love or whatever, he's spreading sadness. Oh, okay. He's just spreading misery. Well, this film did spread misery. Yeah. <laughs> so my, he's, he's Mike Myers. He's Mike Myers. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sure. Okay, yeah. Um, the joy guru. The joy guru. Okay. Anything other than Mike Myers. <laughs> Anyone else? Sure. Um, I don't know. I guess that he's a comedian. These don't even rhyme anymore. These are just words. Oh, now. these are emotions. Like instead of love. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Oh, so maybe the Joy Guru. Maybe, maybe it's like a sequel to. In- I've done this before. Like a sequel to Inside Out, where the kids, ha- the kid, maybe gets into like new age spirituality, and a new emotion comes in, and it's Mike Myers as the Love Guru, Ooh. and all the other emotions are like, we need to get this bitch out right now. <laughs> this guy cannot stay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, you you kind of guessed my inspiration because the following three are fear, anger, and disgust. Oh, so, okay, so I sure. just. But like, what are the inside out do? Let's okay. They got they got those five emotions. Let's plug that in this. So um, the anger guru is him helping people to manage their emotions. Yeah, maybe he's like, like well, that is actually a thing. So that's not yeah. really that's not really a fun uh, a fun film. But like, there is a form of therapy where you just go into a room and scream really loud. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe it's something to preferable do with that. to watching this movie. Yeah. Frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Sensory deprivation. Yes. <laughs> uh, disgust guru. 
Yeah, I, mean, I think that is the film. The, Maybe the disgust guru is some is a guru who, like, as a form of, what's that word called? It's it's like a confrontation therapy or whatever it's called, oh, where yeah. like you're confronted by your worst fears. Ah, Maybe yeah. it's making people like you sit through the love guru elephant sex scene on a constant loop. Oh no! Until they de- until they deal with their you know whatever deep seated emotional problems they've got. Right. So he's a torturer then. Yeah, but also a disgust guru because he's confronting you with things that disgust you. Okay. Yeah. Is he got recruited by like the CIA or something? I don't know. It's your sequel. <laughs> just trying to give you a bit of meat for the bones, you know. I'm just doing a little bit of improv here asking you a question. You're supposed to say yes and. Yes yeah. and. Well, yeah, yes and yes. That's it. Sure. Great. <laughs> um, any more emotions? I've got <laughs> anger as well, but we kind of just covered We that. did anger, yeah. Anger is the emotion. The anger guru counsels people as they walk out of the cinema having watched this movie. Okay, fear? Fear is, uh, he, the fear guru counsels Mike Myers when he reads the reviews for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, what else is there? We, we may be done. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. mostly it was just an inside out thing. Yes. And a few other things that vaguely rhymed. Yes. Cool. I feel like I put more effort in than a lot, a lot, a lot of people did to this film. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a low bar. To, again, it's another low bar, but yeah. uh, sure. Well, I feel I've earned my 20 million anyway, so. Fine, sure. Well, yeah, invoice me. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, thank you for those. It's about time this podcast paid out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, similar to you, I had a hard time sequelizing this mm. piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I, I have two middling ideas, and they're both kind of half written. Maybe, maybe you can help me like, drive them home. Maybe we can yeah. buy them. I don't know. I'll just tell you what they are, and we'll see. Yeah. So, the first one is called... The love guru must die. Okay. And this is just based on something I wrote down in a rage after watching the movie. (laughs) But I thought actually on a serious note, it would be this movie, this actual movie, the love guru would make a lot more, would be a lot more entertaining if the love guru wasn't the main character, Mm -hmm. because I feel like he'd be a better villain. Right. Yeah. Because he's a phony. Like in the movie, he is like, it's not, it's pretty clear that he's like a fake because all his books have got stupid titles and it's Mm -hmm. all, you know, he's, he's branding everything, you know, everything's like TM and stuff. So, mm-hmm. But the movie never really questions like whether he's a good person or not. And like, mm-hmm. it doesn't really go in that direction. It's just kind of like, yeah, he's a phony, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I was confused. I was like, is this like a criticism of Deepak Chopra? Oh no, Deepak Chopra's in the movie. i like, what is this film trying to say? I don't yeah, know. No. But I thought this film, the actual film, The Love Guru, would be much more entertaining if it was like from the perspective of his assistant, mm. Rajneesh, right, poor, yeah. poor Rajneesh. Yeah. So maybe Rajneesh is like, yeah, his devoted assistant has helped him for years and years and years to get to this level he's at. After the events of the original film, Guru Pitka is the most in-demand lifestyle guru. You know, he's, he's saved this Canadian hockey team, whatever. Now all the A-listers want him again. He goes on Oprah, he becomes a star, whatever. Mm-hmm. And and Rajneesh continues as his assistant, I guess, and helps him out and stuff. But maybe, and this is kind of, a parallel to what actually happened in Deepak Chopra's career is that as he becomes more famous and more popular and more in demand, he like sells out any ideals that he might've had. And he actually becomes a very corrupted by power and popularity. And he starts peddling all Mm. these kind of crazy conspiracy theories and dangerous, like anti-vax, anti-medication kind of, you know, Mm. new age nonsense stuff, like alternative therapy kind of stuff. Maybe he very obviously ju- is just doing it for the money because mm. much like making this film, it's just for the money. And maybe Rajneesh you know, initially genuinely believed in him, poor soul. I like really thought that he had a philosophy that he was trying to make the world a better place. And now he realizes, oh no, he's 
he's a monster. Mm. He's actually yeah. he's not. He's just a corrupt, and he's in, he, needs, he's, he needs to be stopped. He needs to be stopped, and he tries to talk some sense into him as his like longtime assistant and friend. Yeah, but he's, there's no getting through to him. He's too corrupted by the power, and he's all he cares about is money, and he's like he's got no morals whatsoever mm -hmm. and so Rajneesh realizes he comes to the inescapable conclusion that the love guru must die right okay and then it can be like him trying to arrange for guru Pitka to kind of like have a have an accident you know like <laughs> to kiss and murder him but not just like stab him in the neck or something yeah make, like, it, make it look like, make it look like his, his crazy antics exactly yeah. but it could be like the comedy could be that all of his attempts to make make him have an accident mm. He ends up surviving all of them. Just yeah. sheer dumb luck. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking, is, is, is it going to be things that, you know, like dropping a piano from a great height? Yeah, so I'm like, thinking trying to get him. And, like, and, and then Guru Pitka just like does some yoga out of it at the last moment. Yes, exactly. It's like he's, uh, he tries to arrange for him to be trampled by elephants, but yeah. somehow he manages to survive. You know, he clings onto an elephant's dick or something. I don't oh. know. <laughs> this, this is what these movies are. I'm sorry. <laughs> But yes, it's all that kind of thing. Maybe he tries to poison him with like some weird tea, but he just squirts out of his nose as he does. You know, it's mm -hmm. just, yeah, that, that's yeah. all I had. Just, just it's, it's Rajneesh, the assistant attempt, attempting to murder Guru Pitka and it constantly failing. Yeah, no, that, that, that could be funny. It could be really slapstick. Yeah, I'm thinking it could be like a throw mama from the train kind of a movie. I don't know. We're like, you know, Rajneesh what? isn't really, a, it's a film. We'll do it one day. I don't know. Never mind. doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but like Rajneesh isn't a bad guy. He's not really a murderer. He doesn't have that killer mm. instinct. So he's not but, very good at it. He's not very good at it, no, but he he does know that Guru Pitka needs to be stopped. Mm -hmm. And then maybe eventually he manages to find a way to stop Guru Pitka without killing him. And so he ends mm -hmm. up to still be the good guy. I don't know. Yeah. That, that was yeah. my one no, idea. No, I like that. So that was The Love Guru Must Die. Yep. And my second idea is a bit more meta. And it's just called The Making of the Love Guru. Okay. And this could be like, I feel like this could be something Mike Myers could do to like rebuild his shattered career. <laughs> like make a really dark indie movie that's like very self-autobiographical. Mm-hmm. So it could be about an actor who becomes super famous for making all these like stupid comedies. Right. Okay. So, so it's not, it's almost true, but like just all the names are changed. Yes, basically. basically yeah. Right, I got it. But yeah. Mike Myers could be essentially playing himself. Yeah. So it's about an actor who becomes popular in these stupid, you know, the, the Boston Bowers movies, you know, mm -hmm. stupid, something like that, yeah. that become hugely successful, even though they're progressively worse and worse. And he does mm -hmm. voice work as well for a, a popular animation. And mm -hmm. again, they start good and they get progressively less funny, but they still make tens and hundreds of millions and stuff. Mm -hmm. And as he becomes more and more of an A-list star, he becomes very kind of bored by his success because everything he does just turns to gold, no matter mm -hmm. how little effort he makes for it. Yeah. And I think as he goes on, he can, he just gets lazier and lazier in his movie choices and he doesn't even try to be funny anymore. Mm. But no matter what he does, his fans always turn out and make sure that these things are huge successes. Mm-hmm. And that makes him start to resent his fan base because he starts to see them as just idiots. Right. They'll, he's just, got, they'll just love everything. They'll watch anything. anything they'll yeah. watch anything I fart out and he's got no respect for them. He just yeah. thinks they're awful. And so he keeps pushing it until he actually ends up making the worst film of all time. Mm -hmm. He makes a film that is essentially the love guru. Yeah. I was thinking, of, do you know that musical? It's a play musical, The Producers. No. Okay, so it's a very famous play. It's a, and a comedy film as well. Mm. And it's about a team of theater producers who realized that they can make more money by setting up a very expensive flop right. than they would be by making a hit. Right. Again, okay. it's, it's the money laundering thing yeah. like from this. It's like sh shovel a load of money into something and then get loads of people to invest in it. Mm. And then if it flops, you just take the money and run mm -hmm. rather than paying everyone to do, to do the show for another six months. Yeah. And in the producers... So they make this incredibly offensive musical called Springtime for Hitler. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's a really funny film. We should do it one day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but it, it's so bad. It becomes a hit basically. Right. 
and, and it becomes like a, and, and then they're like oh we're screwed but yeah i was thinking it could be like that but darker like so you know a little bit more close to the bone so yeah that he, he makes this incredibly awful film that's basically the love guru mm-hmm. he, he does everything he can think of to make it fail like he, he demands an enormous paycheck like 20 million mm-hmm. they give it to him because he's the biggest star in the world mm-hmm. he demands to direct and write it produce it himself with no input from anyone else and mm-hmm. they're like yeah sure you do it i'm sure it, it worked for the last one you know yeah, yeah. do all that he makes no effort, like like I said, he steals all the money. He feel, he doesn't do, do any location shots. He doesn't pay any extras. He just like does everything on bad green screen. Mm-hmm. So it's cheap. It's a nasty, cheap piece of shit that nobody mm-hmm. would ever want to watch. The jokes are all terrible, recycled from his old work. He's made yeah. no effort whatsoever. Uh, and it comes out and the plan works a little bit too well because the movie does become a, a career killing mm-hmm. you know, failure. Like it gets horrible reviews. It wins all the Razzies. It mm-hmm. makes no, it bombs at the box office Yeah, and it destroys his career. And he gets caught up in this massive backlash where all of his old colleagues and friends, because he's also treated people really badly because mm. he's been this like, because also the thing about Mike Myers is that he was quite notorious for being like really difficult to work with and really like unpleasant to his, mm-hmm. there's loads of stories about him like on the set of Wayne's World and Austin Powers just being horrible to people and like yeah, not yeah. respecting people's time. Yeah. So, and I think that's why his career died because as soon as he had a flop, everyone was like, well, fuck that guy. Because <laughs> you know, there's no reason to be nice to someone who's been horrible. Mm. So it could be like that. It could be like, you know, the, that, that whole thing about, you know, the way you treat people on the way up is how you can get treated on the way down. Got it, yeah. So he has his big flop and suddenly all of his colleagues and old friends and business partners all are very quick to abandon him. Mm-hmm. And then it could like maybe cut to 10 years later. It's like present day-ish. Yeah. And you've got present day Mike Myers who's like... Oh, I thought you said President Mike Myers. No, no, no. Oh God, no. <laughs> Heavens no. Heavens no. Oh. Present day Mike Myers. Yeah. Who's like, you know, he's completely washed up. He's not worked in front of the camera. He's still super rich, of course, mm-hmm. but he's really bitter. He's not worked in years. He's lonely. He's depressed. And then maybe he just tries to, the film could cover him trying to get back on top somehow. Right. Yeah. yeah. He could have like a documentary style kind of thing. Yeah. I could, I'm thinking of this as like a really gritty kind of, maybe he's making a documentary about himself and like mm-hmm. he's narrating to the camera about how he destroyed his career. And mm-hmm. could just be like showing you the darker side of Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. It would be quite an interesting film. I forget. It's the only version of the love guru I could see myself watching, like kind of um, a why he made it and like a psychological exploration into why someone be, would be so monumentally arrogant as to make a film like that and actually expect people to watch it. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, that is uh, the no, making good. of the love guru. Yeah. That's good. You could, you could also uh, just had a little idea for not an alternative ending to that uh-huh. um, where, yeah, the, the film does shit and his career dies and everything. And, um, everybody who he ever worked with absolutely hates him and they abandon him and then he blames them all and then he becomes a serial killer and he becomes Michael Myers. Ooh, that's another option, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, that could work really well, yeah. He becomes like a Hollywood killer. Yeah. He goes on a revenge spree across Hollywood. Yeah. But I can like, see that. But yeah. like wearing in, intentionally like the mask from yeah, Halloween. That, that could be like a stupid joke. Like yeah. he, he's because like nobody would believe it was him. Yeah, exactly. Like, like no matter what evidence there was, nobody would be like, Oh yeah, no, Mike Myers is Ac- doing Mike. The Canadian Myers. actor Mike Myers went on a killing spree dressed as the ho- the Halloween star Michael Myers. Yeah. yeah, that that yeah, I like that a lot. Actually. Yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and nobody who sees him believes because like, why would you believe that? That's uh, too absurd for words. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's better. Yeah, yeah. That that's how my one ends. Then he becomes a serial killer. Great. And it could be like spree where he's filming his himself killing. Oh him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. I like it. Yeah. Cool. So that was uh yeah the killing of Michael Myers. Great. Um. So, listen submissions. Yes. So we have a few this week. Not that many, actually. Not many people. Like, like I said, I got a lot of people saying, oh, it wasn't that bad. I was stoned. I liked it when I was 12. Mm. You know? But actual sequel pictures, it's a tall order. Yeah. But we got a few. We got a few. So Ian Hutchings said, The Love Grew, G-R-U. It's just just had Minions, instant success. So, you know, Grew yeah. is the main yeah, character yeah. in the Minions. for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Foley said, The Love Q-Roo. 
when the demand for his love guru actions uh, dries up, Guru Pitka finds an opportunity catering to the pro Donald Trump crowd mm-hmm. at the cost of his soul. So he becomes like a QAnon. You know, oh, QAnon, right. that whole yeah, yeah. crazy movement of conspiracy theorists. Yeah. So you can become like a QAnon guru. Got it. I did find myself thinking watching this film. I was like, you know, all the, all the terrible celebrity cameos. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, is Donald Trump going to show up? <laughs> I was so like on edge. I was like, I can so imagine Donald Trump shows up in this movie for like mm-hmm. a brief cameo. Yeah. Like, Please no. Please spare us. <laughs> Thankfully it did. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Vanessa Riley said, the love screw you. <laughs> Two hours of Indian people talking about the impact of harmful stereotypes while he sits silently in his chair and listens. Oh. Yeah. Mike Myers learns his lesson. Um, Lev Morgan said, crossover movie, the guru who shagged me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Herald said, I don't know what the plot is, but it needs to be called the love to Roo. Yeah. No, yeah, of course. Yeah, the number two. Yeah. Yep. And finally, my personal favorite, Alan Bennett said, the love guru's wife's bodyguard. <laughs> yeah those that, movies will never die yeah that fits that, yeah, that, yeah. that really fits yeah oh. or maybe it's the hitman's wife's bodyguard's gu- love guru yeah actually that works better yeah like the hitman's wife's bodyguard gets a gets a love guru mm-hmm. that could be the next right, right. yeah because that's ryan reynolds yeah gets it yeah. yeah ryan reynolds hires a love guru because he's had no love interests in two movies yeah <laughs> i don't think he did i don't know i don't think no, he did actually no. No. so yeah yeah sure so when they make another one of those movies mm-hmm I can see that happening. Yeah. yeah. Why not? You know, he's Canadian. Michael Myers. Maybe it's like a, he throws a bones, Michael Myers. You make a comeback by playing the love guru again in my next Hitman's bodyguard movie. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Bit of Hollywood collaboration there. I, I would not want to watch that movie, but, <laughs> but we will. But we probably will. Yeah. Ooh. Cool. All done. Okay. So thank you everybody for those sequel ideas. We ask for your listener submissions every week, a few days before we record by putting posts out on Facebook and Twitter where you can post your ideas. So make sure you like and follow our pages if you don't want to miss out. Mm -hmm. To listen to more episodes of Beyond the Box Set, you can subscribe and browse our back catalogue on any podcasting platform, including Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and many others, all of which you can also leave us a review if you so wish. It really helps us to stay visible on the apps. You can also support us on Patreon for as much or as little as you think we're worth to access all the bonus features that we discussed earlier in the show. You can find all those links in the description below or at beyondtheboxset.com. Mm-hmm. And next week, Harry. Yeah. It's my pick, isn't it? All right. So, <laughs> all right. I get to, Getting you know, there, are you? I get to, you know, pay you back for this piece of shit. Yeah. And you know what? I thought in the... You're going to be the bigger man. In the wise words of Michelle Obama, yeah. okay. when they go low, we go high. Okay. So I'm not going to try and pick a film that is worse than The Love Guru. Because it's impossible. Because I don't want to watch a film that's worse than The Love Guru. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. Instead, I'm going to... But I am going to take us on a different road to what we've done, I think, ever before. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to go back to a classic Hollywood movie. Right. One of the greatest movies ever made. In fact, often voted one of the greatest movies ever made if you dare do citizen kane i'm not doing and I, 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 that one is a scare i'm not doing citizen kane don't worry <laughs> i know that film is boring most people find no no we're not going to do citizen kane don't worry no, i think you'll enjoy this one it is probably the oldest film we've ever done mm-hmm. it is the classic 1950 film noir sunset boulevard ah okay never seen it no no idea what it is no i think i think it'll be okay yeah yeah i know I've, I've, I'm, I'm pretty confident that it won't be it won't bore you so right. we'll see yeah. 1950, eh? 1950, black and white, <sighs> Gloria Swanson, Sunset and Boulevard. Not so many black and white films either, have we? I think it might be off. Oh, well, we did, did we, we didn't do the artist. We kind of jokingly didn't do the artist. Like, we, it, we did a joke episode that was the artist where we just didn't speak for 
Yeah, yeah. Was that the artist in that one? It was. Yeah, that was oh, yeah, yeah cool then, sorry. I got the artist and the pianist mixed up. Have we ever done a black... I think we have done, like, modern films that are filmed in black and white, but we've never done, like... I don't think we've ever done a classic Hollywood film. No. Yeah. No. Cool. So we'll see how it works out, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, so join us next week for Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for listening, everybody. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. If I sit like this any longer, I'm going to pop my dink bag.